Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And before you listen to this episode, I just got to let you know, I need you to stop what you're doing. Go to blkrenaissance.com and I need you to shop for the culture. That's right. Anytime you use the promo code LLC20 at Black Renaissance Clothing's website, you will get 20% off your order. Off rip. No questions asked. So do me a favor and do it for the culture. Peace. Hey y'all, it's your girl Sade with Black on Black Rhymes. Step to the mic. People always ask me where I get my confidence from, and I get it from inside. It's an inside thing, y'all. And when it comes to beautiful skin, I rock with Blendia by India, where her motto is, be confident in your skin. She has a variety of naturally made soaps to keep you smelling good, hair products for long, luscious, healthy hair, and even beer products for men. You know, we got to keep those struggle beers away. So visit BlendiaByIndia.com and use promo 2020skin to get 10% off your order. Thank you, Blendia by India, for being a sponsor of the 2020 Podcast LLC. Please say the LLC. Hey, this is Butter So Fly of Powerlines Poetry, here to let you know anytime I feel good, I have to look good, so you have to listen to me. Make sure you go to gurudesigns.com, use a three instead of an E, The website is great, so you can get something for yourself. And then she makes custom clothes for men, too. And guess what? I got a promo code for you. Use 20 slash 20, and it'll get you 15% off of any order, $25 or more. You can't beat that. Go to gurudesigns.com. The self-destruct sequence has been activated. This sequence may not be aborted. All employees proceed to the emergency car at the bottom platform. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews. The hottest be coming through, jumping knowledge on all that you get. A beaker to front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keeping it real and stay silent just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer. Moreover, success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like boulders. I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll, we'll be on the whole different vibe though we like to ride slow and keep our windows tinted so you really can see us like stevie wonder waking up with his eyes closed yeah got the kind of flow that rock the boat on my 16s of pounds of dough and if you figure you can hang with me on the mic then grab some rope matter of fact better grab some hope while you at it we keep it live it's time to tune in turn up the sound on what you're using it goes so hard i think it's bruising the show is 2020 no need to zoom in yeah Hey, yo, what's up? It's Sir. Really quick, before you listen to this episode, I would like to explain that unfortunately there were several moments in this interview where the audio dropped. I did the best I could to edit what remained of the interview and preserve it. I struggled with even releasing this one, but I didn't think it would be fair to Nay, uh, who took time out her day, had a spectacular interview, but for some reason the audio was not up to par. So today, I do apologize to the listeners. I apologize. But here is what was preserved of this interview. If you would like to 
catch a listen to the actual uh, full interview without any technical issues, please head to our YouTube, which is 20 slash 20 podcast at YouTube. Thank you. And please say the LLC. Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir. of the 2020 podcast LLC. Please say the LLC. And today I got special guests, Miss Nate. Miss <laughs> Nay of the Nayway is in the building. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Now, Miss Nay, I always like to make this a habit of saying thank you for taking time out your day to do this interview. You know, it's really my passion to do these. So the fact that you came back, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, to do this one is, is, is really dope. So thank you. Thank you. And uh, we're going to hop right into it. You ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, cool. So, Miss Nay. If anybody was to ask what the Nayway was, mm -hmm. what would you tell them? So the way I explain the Nayway is we specialize in custom wigs and, you know, hair services. But um, I like to explain to people that it's more than just wigs. It's more than just hair. There's a lot of people that I sell to that they have, like, medical conditions as well. So mm. for them, it's not just a wig it's more than just a wig for them okay. this is like something that literally makes them feel better their appearance it matters for a lot of those people that have like hair loss and people who probably will never grow their hair back again so mm -hmm. it's not just always a wig for some people so that's why it's so important to me to be able to create like whatever it is that they want when they think of a wig because I have to think about those people, even people that don't have hair loss, like for them, just because they're willing to spend that type of money with me, I want them to be satisfied. I want anybody who buys one of my wigs to feel like when they get it, they feel like a new them, a new mm -hmm. person. They feel good about themselves. It's people that, you know, you know, for women, like especially like when they get a new wig, sometimes they might have just went through something and they just want to feel good again. It could be a breakup. It could be just being down, depression, anything. Like, so, small stuff like that can lift people's spirits again. Okay. I love it. That That's really dope that you're giving people confidence. Yeah, like, you know, it's a it's, confidence thing. Yeah, and it's tailored to them specifically. Right. So, it's more personal. Yeah, it's personal. It's personal. That's dope. Now, how long have you been? Because you're an LLC, and I like yeah. to give props <laughs> on that. Now, how long have you been a business? So, I've been a business going on it's been a little over a year and a half now cool. but i was making wigs before that i was mainly making them for myself or like my friends and what originally got me into wigs was actually being a college student at the time this is back in like 2017 probably like yeah like 2016 2017 being a college student with no money mm. to be able to get my hair done and I was able to afford the hair, but not the rest of it to get it actually done. So I had to, I got on YouTube and I taught myself and I just started kind of doing it and kept going. And for a while, I was just, like I said, doing it for myself. Then sometimes my friends, but it was more so like a way for me to feel good and still look. I was a spoiled child, but I'm very also very independent. I had a job before most people. I wanted to work. So I've always been a person that wants to work and do stuff on my own. Okay. So for me being on my own and being in college and what I was doing on my own, I was doing so good based off natural talent and my own research that I didn't even think that. 
maybe if I just learned a little bit more and invested more, I probably back and finding your own passion as you grow mm -hmm. is a blessing because who's to say that you may not need a side hustle in a situation like right, this, right? You know, where things change in a pandemic, where you know culinary field is very intimate you know yeah. you have to be around food you have to be around people exactly but now you have this other skill set right <laughs> you know so that's that's really dope that you you know you have more than one skill in your yeah i i think that i was so stuck on doing the culinary thing for a while that that's why i put that so far back and on top of that i felt like i'm already in school i might as well finish so i literally look back now and i'm like i went and finished and got a whole degree which that's fine but it's like i did that and that's not even what i ended up wanting to do i think people are scared or feel like they may change in what they want to do mm -hmm. but if i could go back i probably would just dropped out honestly that's very great because i'm a college dropout mm -hmm. and i'm a business owner yeah and <laughs> I felt so defeated. I felt like a failure, like yeah. you're saying. I was very depressed about it. But yeah. looking at where I'm at now, I found my calling. Because we right. have to give ourselves enough slack that we're young. Yeah, like it's okay to not. I think I was more, I thought about how much my parents had helped yes. invest in what I said I really wanted to do. And it's not that I don't have a passion for cooking. I do, but I just realized that's not my everyday thing. And I don't want to work for other people that mm. was my biggest thing i up until i started my business like i was literally still doing cooking jobs i was still doing a lot of cooking jobs i was working for people and like you said the pandemic i think that was a big jump for me it was a lot of things that happened around that time that made me be like yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. why not just do what i've already been getting better at all right that's dope now, I, I want to flip the coin a little bit because okay. I, I want to talk about the the route you took, mm -hmm. you know, going to college, um, coming out the other end and then, you know, yeah. pursuing a field that wasn't necessarily related. Mm -hmm. Were there any obstacles along the way to make that decision that, yo, this is what I want to do? Yes. So um, I'm going to be very honest That's because I like to tell like my full truth on what made me say, OK, I'm going to do it. So it was a lot of things. Um, uh, the year before that, before I had moved to Atlanta. So this is before I had moved to Atlanta. I had moved back home. My hometown is Oklahoma. So I had moved back home. And um, my mom, she's a nurse. So she was like, you know what? I'm going to move to Atlanta for good. Because she had done some traveling nursing there and she liked it. So she was like, I'm going to move there. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. I didn't have no plan of why I wanted to go in the beginning. I didn't know why I wanted to go. And then eventually I was like, you know, I'm going to try to go to hair school. So um, what's crazy is before, literally, we moved there like around August of 2019. And I was just like, it was July. And so I was like, um, right before that time was coming, I had lost my job. And I was literally humbled. Like I was back working a job making like $9 because... I was just like, you know what? I'm the type of person I'm still going to work even if I can't get the job I want right now. I'd rather have some money than no money. So that was a very humbling thing because I had I went from a job making like $16 an hour to $9 paying my own rent and everything to being back down, which I had saved. But, you know, eventually money you save can 
it's gonna be gone. Yes, right, because right, you have to pay your bills. You have to do mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I had moved, and um, when I moved, I pretty much was like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna get into hair school. We gonna do this move. I'm gonna stay by my mom's side. I'm gonna help her out. It was me, her, and my younger brother. And we had moved, and it was, you know, it was a different experience. It was new. And so we finally, you know, we get moved into our place and everything. And I was like, okay, and now I'm gonna find me a job, you know, so I can have me a job. And luckily at the time, my mom was really close with um, some people that, you know, work at Old Lady Gang, which is Candy's restaurant. Mm -hmm. So I ended up going there and um, I get an interview to work in the kitchen. Fun fact, the interview was, <laughs> the person who interviewed me was my boyfriend. So, <laughs> yeah. so I feel like I worked there. I had worked there um, for a while. And during that time I was looking into school and I was paying off some of my debt. And on top of me paying off some of my debt, I had finally, I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to pay for a week class. This was a class so I wouldn't have to do it by hand. I could do it on some machine. Like this was something that was going to elevate, take my time down. To from like hours to literally like 40 minutes, 30 minutes. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna put my faith in it. I'm gonna do it. I ain't got a lot of money, but I'm figured out and we're gonna make it work. Right. And so I had took that class and I was just, you know, practicing for months. I was practicing and finally I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to do others. So I found people that wanted one and I was practicing on them and I'm doing this. Keep in mind, I'm doing all this at my mom's house. So Mind you, before that, I had always had my own place. So I had always lived by myself. So this was like a lot for me going back to working for somebody again. And then on top of that, you know, living in my mom's again, that was a lot. Especially when I've been on my own since 18. <laughs> like, yeah. and now at this point, I'm 21. And I feel like huh, I'm back at square one. Mm -hmm. And so that was a lot. And um, so... During that journey, it was very hard. And so, you know, as time went by, I could tell I was really tired of the job I had. But my business wasn't to the point where I could just, you know, let it go. And so, um, I was like, you know what? I, I don't know if I can. It got to the point where I was like, I don't know if I can work this job. Like, it's to the point where it's. It's messing with my peace and my health and my stress. Like, it's too much for me. And um, I remember to this day, me and my boyfriend were on the phone because he, he was working there too, but he had quit by this time. He had already quit because we had had to talk and he was just like, you know, I think I'm ready to just go back to doing my business full time. I believe in it. And I was like, do it, you know, do it. And so about a month or two later, I was just telling him about everything going on up there and he was just like, quit. He's like, quit, and I'm gonna cover your bills until you get a job, quit. So originally the goal was to just find another job. I had found another job and you know, this was right before COVID. So this is like February. Mm -hmm. I had already started my business stuff though. And I was planning, I had already enrolled in school. So I was supposed to go to school in March, but everything got literally pushed back. So as far as like school, it got pushed back. So even after school got pushed back, um, then, you know, eventually all the jobs start closing down. So when that happened, like, I remember it was just a night where I just, I had finally kind of had my breakdown and I was just crying. And my boyfriend was just like, it's going to be okay. 
trusting your business, you know, I'm gonna help you. And he was just like, it's gonna be okay. And he knew I wanted to go to school full time. So he was like, you know what? When school starts back, which they ended up letting us start back in like May. So he was like, when school starts, you know, don't go, I don't want you. He was just like, don't go back to work. I know it's a lot to tell you not to go back to make where you make your money, but he was just like, I really believe in your business. I believe in you. And he was like, you know, I've had my business for a long time now, so I'm okay with paying the major bills so that you can go to full-time school and do your business and give your business your all. So that and having parents that are supportive as well, like that was a big thing for me. I was nervous because it takes a lot to put your trust in other people especially with your business. That's scary. You don't know what's gonna happen. But I think if he would've never gave me that push and my parents would've never gave me that push, I probably wouldn't have my business right now. I probably would've still been too scared on my own. That's amazing. Uh, to have support like that is rare. It is. Is is really a blessing. So I think it's all about the people you attract. Yeah. You know? uh, it's the people that are around you, the people that see you trying right you know that's that's important so i guess the moral of that is it's pretty much don't give up you know mm -hmm. so kudos to you man like, yeah i mean it's it's a lot of times i was nervous i was scared mm -hmm. and i think it bothers me it bothered me even more because like i said i'm so used to being such an independent person and i try to figure out everything by myself mm -hmm. and it showed me that like sometimes you can't do it by yourself like it's not just you Right. It's not just you that is invested into this as well. Like my business, it, of course, my business is mine, but at the same time, it's so many other people that keep me going. To this day, I still have times where I'm like, I don't know. You know, I feel nervous. I don't know. I don't know. And I had to push past those times, but those people are who help push me past those moments. Wonderful. Wonderful. So let's talk about those moments where you got that confirmation that you were in the right place. You know, you got mm -hmm. that confirmation that, you know, doing this business is right for me. Is, yeah. is there any one memory that really stands out that kind of set the tone for you? Has your life? I would say there's two. Ooh, My okay. first one um, would be when I first started. A lot of people don't know this because I don't really talk about a lot of things, but it's just like when I first started, I wasn't pricing right. I wasn't doing a lot of things because I was so new. But things that confirmed it was like most people you know when they first start a business they have a very slow start I didn't have a slow start I came out around tax time too so that could help but it's like my first month I think I did like 9,000 in sales wow to be a new business and I was like oh my god like <laughs> it was like oh my goodness which like I said I wasn't charged while I should have been in but just the fact that I could do that was just like you're capable of doing this. Mm -hmm. And then I would say the other one would be just, it's not necessarily a moment, it would just be this year, period. Um, I went up on my prices this year and you know that can be nerve wracking because right. you don't know if people are gonna leave and go somewhere else. Cause at the end of the day, no matter what business you have, you know it's somebody that always got something cheaper. Yeah. It might not be right, but it's cheaper. So um, I would just say this year in general was a, a full moment, period, because it showed me that my work has gotten better and people love my work. They, it's a million places that sell wigs and do these things, but my work 
stands out to people. My business stands out to people because, like I said, I just didn't expect. I made myself a goal this year, and my goal was I want to do at least a hundred thousand in sales. That is my goal for the year, and it's well August, and I'm already at seventy-five thousand. Wow! And I never would have thought you know like stuff like that because we have slow moments too like my past two months were slower but I mean I was still able to pay my bills good things so I'm always happy about that you know I'm always thankful for that but still it's just like you know we in the hair business we don't have it's being a hair business period is harder you have to working for yourself period is harder because you have to it seems like I put in more work now than I did when working for somebody and on top of that I also have to look at the fact that it's like I have to build my own 401k I have to do my own taxes now I have to figure out all these things and when it comes to hair is and working for yourself period it's easy your slow moment can come at any time so just because I have became established, I'm still not where I want to be because there's times where it's still a slow moment. I might have a slow month, but I still push because I understand that that's just how it goes. Mm -hmm. it's, it's how it goes. When it, when it comes to those things, I had to get you know used to understanding what slow moments are for the hair industry. So just, I mean, moments like that, I just have to look at what I have done this year, how much work I have put in. I take those slow moments and say, you know, like, what did I do in a month that wasn't slow different than this month? What did I do that I can apply to this month to make this month go better? Adapting. Right. Like, what can I, you know, change? Is there something that I can change that can, you know, just make it better? Right. Is there a sales tactic I did? Did I market myself differently that month? I had to look at all those things like I try to look at my down moments and see what I did in those real hungry moments I have to look at those things as well too okay well I, I want to ask this next question mm -hmm. because you, you spoke about preparation and being able to kind of do the things you need to mm -hmm. even when it you know ebbs and flows yeah. and waves and wanes um where would you like to see yourself mm -hmm. as a business mm -hmm. in the next one year Okay. In the next three years, mm -hmm. and then in the next ten years. Ooh. Okay. So, um, in the next one year, mm -hmm. um, I still want to be making wigs, but I want to move over as well to offering classes. So I want to. I feel like I've learned enough on my own now and done enough where I can actually put together things and do classes. Mm -hmm. So I would be excited to do classes because that is something that is, it helps make money, but it's also like a personal experience. Um, I wanna share what I know because I have learned that it doesn't matter how many people do the same things as you. If people like your work, they like your work, they're gonna shop with you. It doesn't matter <laughs> what somebody else's prices is. They're gonna go to you because they want this from you. You stood out to them. So I'm not opposed to teaching classes and teaching others what I know because you might can do the same thing, but you can't do it like me. You're not me. Right. So I had to, that's one thing I definitely want to do is classes. Um, in three years, I would say in three years, I, I do want to do um, 
classes still but i probably would want to expand my brand eventually i also want to have my own hair factory so i want to be i want to cut out the vendors in the middleman be my own vendor and others vendors as well because i feel like we don't it's we don't have a lot of those in the u.s and on top of that um most factories are you know in china and places like that for hair so most of them they are overcharging us which is why um so next year i'm actually going to go to china myself so i'm planning to go to china um it's me and two other people that i know that are in the wig industry that i'm really close to we're actually going to go over there and we're going to get our own hair and we're going to um just send it back here so we're trying to make that a normal thing for us to do and cut out the whole middleman part of you know what we're used to Right. So, I would say three years of factory for sure, um, and it's not a lot of black-owned factories at all. I don't think there is any, if I'm correct. If there is, it's probably like slim to none. Right. Um, so I want to do that as well because that's something I don't see a lot of, and I feel like I could be just like how I order from vendors, and we people in the hair industry order from vendors. I could be that vendor. Why not make me that vendor? I have read up on these like chinese vendors and some of these companies are making two million dollars a month two million a month that could be me like i can't limit myself so it's not necessarily the money part of course the money's gonna come but it's just like why not do that for myself why not help others why not same thing it's just cut out the middleman for me and others i love it i, I would love to see a black vendor yes like that would be amazing especially just, to be in the u.s right because shipping is crazy right? yeah <laughs> shipping especially is a is a big thing for us uh, is like hair vendors shipping is oh my god it's it's not like shipping some here it's right. completely different um and i would say my tenure i probably i do want to still make wigs in my tenure but i want to have a lot of investments. I want a lot of things that I'm doing to make money in my sleep. That's my biggest goal. I want to make money in my sleep. I want to not have to necessarily be behind the chair all the time. By that time, I kind of want to be able to um, enjoy family life, stuff like that, married life, stuff like that during that time. So I still want my business, but I would just want to have my business so established that it's always making money. Even when I'm not behind the chair, I want to be making money. And on top of that, I would say um, I always will want to make wigs for everybody. I'm not opposed to making wigs from people that are in any type of, um, like some people, they switch over and they're just like, I just want to make wigs for the rich people because they're going to pay the most. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. I want all the money. I want to help everybody. For one, I'm not in it for the money. So I guess for me, I don't mind selling to whoever is willing to pay and want my work and appreciate my work so i would never i don't want to close myself off and be like well i'm to this point now so i'm just going to sell to rich people no i want to sell to everybody i want everybody to still feel good the way they do now i don't want to get up to a certain point and be like oh, i'm too good to sell to these people now like i feel like a lot of people do that and they push off so much money and they push off so many great clients that they could also build relationships with too so even though I probably will be relaxing more in 10 years, I still want to set up a way to where 
even if it's just like I work certain days a month and then I take certain days off every month, that I can do that comfortably and still manage my time with my business and have a great business and also still have a good like family life as well. So that's my goal. <laughs> I appreciate you. Uh, this was a very enlightening interview. Uh, this, this was very inspirational. If anybody mm-hmm. wanted to follow you, whether it be just to support or mm-hmm. maybe they have questions, yeah. you know, what's the best means of contact to reach out to you? Um, I would say Facebook and Instagram. That's probably my biggest one. Mm-hmm. So my Instagram is the Nayway underscore, and it's N A I, not N A E, because everybody think N A E instantly when they hear Nay. So it's the Nayway underscore, and then my Facebook business page is the Nayway Custom Units LLC, and then my website is thenayway.com. And on there, you, um, I do have a part on there where it's like you can send a message to my email, so oh, cool. people can actually like email me on there. Um, I just added to where I have like you can um, subscribe to a number now, so anytime I have deals or anything going on, it'll come straight to your phone. Oh, that's dope. So I'm adding, I'm slowly adding more ways for people to. I need people to like, I want to be a household name. I need people to see me. I want them to know this is the name way. This is me. Like, I want people to literally like how they talk about Walmart. I want to be like that. Like, while everybody know Walmart, I want to be the same way. All right. Nay, my final question, and it's mm-hmm. my favorite one, is to everybody that's listening. The hardest thing to do is mm-hmm. to take an idea like you did and run with it. What's the words of encouragement that you have for somebody? Who has an idea, but they're afraid to act on it. My biggest, what I would tell somebody, honestly, would be, um, don't give up. You probably are going to have about a million business breakdowns. I literally have a friend that um, she does hair too, and we call each other anytime we have a breakdown. <laughs> We're oh, each other's man. person that we call each other and have that breakdown real quick. Right. Um, so don't be afraid of those breakdown moments. Don't be afraid of everything not working out a certain way in the way that you envision it because sometimes the way you envision it may not be what God has for you. Mm. Maybe your route is different. You can't look at others and say, well, dang, they just started a year ago and they're farther than me. You can't do that. Everybody's life is different. Everybody's path is different. What is for you is going to be for you no matter what you may have more time to get to the point that you're trying to get to, but maybe that's because he's trying to make it easier and more comfortable for you. Maybe you're trying to rush too fast. Mm. Maybe if you do this right now, you're not going to have the outcome you really are supposed to have. So don't be scared. Don't look at others and compare yourself and don't feel like you can't do it. If it's really your passion, you're going to put in the time, the money, the effort. You're going to invest in yourself. I feel like you'll invest in yourself differently because it's your passion. It's what you really want to do. And sometimes when it's something you really want to do, it's, you'll, you'll do things you probably didn't think you would. You probably will go broke just to buy this product, so, but you know you're going to get the outcome you need. So I tell people that a lot. Um, just even as because you know the main thing people talk about with businesses is funding 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 and I get it but I also wasn't scared to go broke in certain moments mm. to get the things I needed to make 
the type of money I needed back. I wasn't scared of that. It's hard to choose that decision, but you can do it and don't feel like you're the only person going through that. Some people just don't show it. Some people, they look like they have everything together, but behind closed doors, they really don't. It's a marketing thing. They just look like it's that way. So don't think you're the only one that's going through that. Cause nine times out of 10, you're not. Don't look at other people's followers cause we're in the world of social media. Don't look at other people's followers and think that because they have this many followers, their life is better than yours or they're doing better than you. I don't have a lot of followers and I've done the things I've done. Word of mouth is always the biggest right. and the best sales. That's it. That's the best way to get your sales with any business is word of mouth because people will always remember. That's Nick. You've been awesome. Excellent interview. <laughs> Knock this thing out the park. And uh, make sure you go follow, support. See what she got, man. Uh, I, I I looked it up on online. You know, hey, she 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 the truth. She the truth. But uh, that being said, this has been Sir, and we are out. Bye.